0: Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. Former Census Bureau Director John Thompson says the agency is on track to make the 2020 count more efficient, but it may cost more than Congress or the agency originally anticipated. At least six years of lower-than-anticipated budgets forced the Bureau to delay some preparations. It's also moving some automated activities back to paper. Scott Pruitt, head of the Environmental Protection Agency, issues 11 directives to improve the Superfund program. The orders include identifying sites where the risk of human exposure is not fully controlled within 60 days, and using enforcement authorities to discourage long negotiations with potentially responsible parties. This comes after a report from EPA's Superfund Task Force, which brought forth 42 recommendations to make the program run better. Pruitt says more guidance will be coming, but demands work begin on implementing these newest ones immediately. 10,000 business tax returns get flagged by the IRS for potential ID theft in the first five months of this year. While it sees an increase in business tax-related fraud, the agency says there is a decline in individual tax ID theft. IRS finds around 100,000 taxpayers claiming ID theft in the first half of 2017, about half as many as the same time frame last year. The Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration, who oversees the IRS, says it needs to start utilizing the government-wide critical position pay authority to recruit experts in cybersecurity and information technology. The IRS has been using its own streamlined critical pay authority, but all the employees hired through that will need to be off the payroll by the end of September. Two senior senators throw their support behind a recent GSA cybersecurity decision.
1: Senators Ron Johnson and Claire McCaskill, the chairman and the ranking member of the Homeland Security Governmental Affairs Committee, praised the General Services Administration's decision to remove Kaspersky Labs from its approved products list. GSA recently decided to withdraw software titles from Kaspersky Labs from the schedule's contract after concerns rose about the firm's connection with Russia. Johnson and McCaskill say there's more that can be done. The committee is awaiting a briefing by GSA, OMB, and DHS officials on how to ensure agencies don't buy Kaspersky products through other contract vehicles. I'm Jason Miller. The Air Force is giving enlisted
0: airmen a break on required education courses. The service is giving airmen a longer period of time to complete distance learning courses before going to an academy. This is just one of the many personnel policy changes the Air Force has made in an attempt to make family life better for airmen. Defense Secretary Jim Mattis orders a review of all the requirements the Pentagon imposes on soldiers which prevent them from focusing on warfighting. In a memo obtained by Military Times, Mattis wants to take a look at requirements for mandatory force training that do not directly support core tasks. In an effort to verify, U.S. military policies also support and enhance warfighting readiness and force lethality. He also wants an analysis on the retention or separation of permanently non-deployable service members and the civilian workforce hiring process. The review will be conducted by a working group led by acting under Secretary for Personnel and Readiness, Tony Curtin. A post office manager and two letter carriers are found guilty of bribery and conspiracy in a scheme which involved the trio distributing hundreds of pounds of cannabis in the DC area through the U.S. Postal Service. Authorities say the three used USPS computers to track packages containing the illegal drugs, then delivered them in postal vehicles. They'll all be sentenced in the fall and a former employee with the Army Corps of Engineers pleads guilty to bribery while working in Afghanistan. The Justice Department says Mark Miller attempted to get over $300,000 in bribes from Afghan contractors in exchange for his help with U.S. government contracts. Miller will be sentenced in late November. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.